0: I never blamed Uncle Charlie for what happened that day on the corduroy Floage. It was an accident, I think. But it would have been interesting to know just how big that muskie was. And I've never been able to figure out if Uncle Charlie really wanted to know, too, or if the muskie was more valuable to him as a phantom-like monster that would forever defy man and measurement, perhaps as Nessie is to the people around Loch Ness. Uncle Charlie was not really my uncle. He was my mother's uncle, but everyone called him Uncle Charlie, and so that is what I called him too. He was an older man by the time I came along. From the first time I saw him, I was fascinated by the craggy, outdoor look of him, and by the smell of gun oil and dried pelts that always preceded him, and advertised that when he wasn't guiding musky fishermen, he was a gun trader and a fur buyer. In my youthful mind, this put him in a class with Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett, and it was a long time before I could relate to him with anything but slack-jawed adulation. Uncle Charlie spent a lot of time around the little crossroads town of Radisson, where one of his daughters lived, and where his sister, Martha Helsing, and her family operated Helsing's Tavern. Radisson, in northwest Wisconsin, is on the edge of the Chickamagan National Forest, not far from the confluence of the Chippewa and Corduroy Rivers, which puts it close to some of the world's best musky water. The current world-record musky, 69 pounds, 11 ounces, was taken out of the Chippewa flowage back in 1949 by Louis Spray, who had been fishing off a sandbar, a 20-minute drive from Radisson. But Uncle Charlie's water was the Corduroy flowage, a small impoundment that had sprawled over some of the rocky land and boggy marshes when a dam was put across the Corduroy River, and he knew it well, down to the location of every sunken log and all of the deep holes that had been old gravel pits before the dam went in,